1: Everyone and welcome to another episode of candair your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley and I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Jake Runyon, and we are guestless this week, gentlemen. All alone, without guests, all alone. But you know what? Sometimes we turn out some pretty damn good episodes when we don't have a guest. Yeah, and we're that's here a fact. just able to act ourselves. You know, chill with our pants. Well, I guess we got our pants on, but you
2: know what I mean, <laughs> metaphorically. We are fully pantsless right
1: now. We're <laughs> we're in the nude. Spiritually (laughs) We have a good show for you Nonetheless though We are going to be looking back Into pop culture history Once more For this week's Retro Roundtable And uh, again Since we don't have a guest We're going to Extend that segment A little bit And maybe talk about A few of the things That Jake will uh, tell you here In just a little bit In our old timey Uh Radio reel Two topics It'll be fun Get excited It'll It'll be fun You know I hear from a lot of listeners That the Retro Roundtable Is one of the favorite parts Of the show Mm -hmm. So Hey, if we just make it, you know, the majority of the episode, come on. Can't go it's wrong, right? for everybody there right? if
0: they're not into the comic part of it.
1: Right, but if they are, we're still going to swing open the door to the comic vault a little bit later. What do we have to talk about, John? I'd like to talk about a podcast this week. Ooh. Yeah, I want to give a
2: shout out to the No Sleep Podcast. Okay. This is. This sounds
1: familiar. Mm-hmm. I have talked up about them before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because I think I actually looked them up.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'd like to. Uh, they've really been keeping me afloat these last couple of weeks as I've been dying in my bed. So uh, I wanna, I wanna give some appreciation. Wait, what's it, wrong?
1: You've been sick under yeah, the weather or what? Yeah, just feel a little under. I'm sorry. That's okay. Are you contagious? No Keep it over there You know what? Fuck you Get closer to your pop filter <laughs> To keep the germs off directly to my <laughs> left No, don't do it on the pop filter Then it'll be stuck in the pop filter Then that Well, who cares We love you, right? Yeah so I I mean, It's, glade it it's his after. pop filter He'll yeah. just He'll get sick again We'll just <laughs> keep the cycle going It never gets you, better How about you, Jack? What do you got over there? I have
0: the order of the stick Oh, boy Mm. There's a there's a blast from the past.
2: I mean, I guess it's still going, but I remember. Have oh, you read it? It was like really popular in my group of friends.
0: Yeah, that's
1: pretty fun. Yeah,
0: good time. Cool. good times.
1: I'm going to be. I uh, read the second issue of Off Girl, nice. and um, I think we need to live up better to our end of the bargain with uh, helping Tina Fine get her word out there. Mm. Not that we've left it undone, but I think we need to spout it some more. Agreed. So. I, I'm going to be incredibly vague when I talk about it because I don't... I don't know. I think I already told a lot about that first issue, and sure. I don't want to just keep giving more tidbits of the story out, but I'm just going to give enough to lace the intrigue and tell people where to it's go. like a so. slow narration of the book. <laughs> Something <laughs> where like Where we that? last left off. <laughs> Scene one. Right, right. But before we do
2: all that, Jake... You guys should probably go to all of our social networking outlets. Hell, you can do it right now while the podcast plays. Ah, multitasking. Check us out on Twitter at Pod and Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And don't forget, if you like what we do, head on over to Patreon, throw a few bucks our way, hit that $5 mark, and you have access to the Founders Club.
1: Yes, indeed, indeed. Which includes access to our other show, the Air Patreon Pod, that you can only get by being a founder, it's a good time, people. It's a good time to uh, have a few extra dollars to lend to a podcast who needs a helping hand. A you are looking to need. You are looking <laughs> for another podcast. Well, there you go. There it is. All right. I think enough banter here. Let's kick it off with this week's retro roundtable. Yeah. Engage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back.
2: Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! up! This week in pop culture history, 1960, the first ever laser was patented. 1963, Alcatraz Prison was finally shut down and all remaining prisoners were transferred. And then finally in 1980, who shot Jr. the Dallas cliffhanger that would leave people on the edge of their seats for probably longer than they should have been?
1: <laughs> Very nicely done. <laughs> Love it when you do that. Thank you. So, this week we're going to be talking first about lasers and the influence they have had on science fiction and uh, just pop culture in general. Dude,
2: laser equals future. You know, it really
1: does, and it still does. I mean, yeah, it it's really the does. look and sound of science fiction across
2: right. the board.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, uh, it seems to in. All kinds of media be the space weapon or alien weapon of choice, right? Sure, because, I mean, from a scientific (laughs) standpoint, from a pseudo-scientific standpoint... (laughs) Careful.
2: Laser beams are more or less unaffected by gravity, right? Like a bullet. Correct. You'd have spiraling off... No air to travel through for your
1: rifling. A laser is just kind of firing off in a straight line. You know? Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't even. I was going to say, well, you could shoot a bullet and it'd just go in that straight line. I mean, gravity wouldn't affect it either, but you wouldn't have the combustion, you know, inside the gun to even launch the bullet. It, it, yeah. it just wouldn't work right. It goes spiraling
0: off. It'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. So, is it movies that spawned the want to make a laser? Because I'm sure they were using they they were mm. using lasers way before. Because that was the 60s when it was finally invented
2: You you, you think of like, you know, ray guns and all that Before we started using the word laser So Mm -hmm. I think conceptually It's been there for a long time, you can go all the way back To like, uh, ray guns
0: were usually just like Heat, heat, heat rays They
2: were talking about things like that In the early 1900s You know, this this is Fiction fair for a long
1: time So I think the word laser became Attached once laser technology Was developed. And I'm pretty sure Well, I know for a fact, actually, I've Dug back into some old uh, like royalty-free movies from like the 30s and stuff that uh, are in black and white and crudely, you know, if, the effect work is crudely done, but there's definitely lasers in those. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it uh, definitely predates, would you say 1960, the first oh, uh, patented no laser? Question. So yeah, well, when no was Star Trek first done? That was the, the 60s, early 60s. Mm-hmm.
2: And the thing is, laser has become like this catch-all term. It's almost a slang thing. Laser is an acronym. I remember pushing this in everybody's face when I was younger. Yeah, Light amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. It's a very specific thing, but in sci-fi and pop culture, it's just become the term for, like, any gun that doesn't fire a physical round. You know, I remember looking through um, a—what was it? It was like a Star Wars tech encyclopedia. You remember with the exploded views and stuff, spaceships and all that, and they would talk about how, like— some backwards planets still use chemical propellant slug throwers in there <laughs> you mean a gun are we talking about guns right now <laughs> yeah. right laser gun goes pew pew yeah that's the
1: noise. bullet and gun that's and another goes bang thing bang. I was gonna say just pew pew in itself you know it's added something to uh, what would you even call it yeah um, uh, Thing. Lingo, new Feel, new thing. age, yeah. kind of like the same thing that like LOL or sure. falls mm. into. I mean, I know it's not a... It's like you think of that sound,
2: the high tension steel cable or whatever getting flicked,
1: you know. Right. Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. There was a game that I, uh, I liked way back when that uh, touched on that subject. They were very up their own ass about it. They were like, even though laser is an acronym and refers to a very specific technology, for the purpose of this game's rule set, we'll be calling any direct energy weapon a laser. And, like, calm the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, but it's cool, you know, because there's a whole world of things. You've got lasers and masers, and, and then you've got Star Trek's phaser. Who knows what that stands for? We've got taser, which I don't oh, yeah. think is an acronym.
0: That's just electricity.
2: Though. Yeah, yeah, so.
1: Hmm, I didn't think
0: about that.
2: Right. It's That word has been influential. It's it's not recognized as an acronym. It's just the word laser. It is what it is, you know?
0: It stinks we haven't gotten to laser Bullets, I guess you would call it, just like the the short laser, like blasters, bla- like yeah, from Star Wars. Instead, of we have just we can only do beams.
2: I see what you're saying. Yeah, because yeah. you can't <clears> have, like, a laser that's yay big. You know, yeah. you're not going to fun- Well, you know,
0: Once it's funny. Once it shuts off, it turns off altogether. Uh, to,
2: right, and all kinds of games have, like, little logical workarounds for this. I, I, I know I keep going back to games, but that's where you see a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff kind of explained, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. I'm making air quotes for you people. At home. I mean, Christ,
1: in Halo 3, that laser rifle. Come on, yeah, remember that thing? <laughs>
2: yeah, and, and that's the thing. That's, the like, the Spartan laser fires a concentrated beam, mm-hmm. it, like, snaps, and then it's gone. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just done. It's a laser. The plasma gun fires those little slow-moving projectiles. There's travel time. Remember, you take a game like Fallout where they're describing their plasma weaponry. They said, like, oh, a super accelerator creates a stable toroid of heated gas in a magnetic cocoon that disperses over such and such. What they're saying is they, like, capture the energy in some magnetic field and project that field. And I just think it's really cool the way... Different fictional settings try to work around that concept because everybody wants that. You know, they want the yeah. projectile to be made of energy, but at the same time, it's like that's not a thing that really happens. You
0: After know?
1: so long, the field would just fizzle out.
0: And it would I just, just want to say, would it, it like immediately yeah. like
1: start to dissipate? Like as soon as it left the end of the gun, yeah, like, pretty you're much. Only good for maybe a thousand meters, and all of a sudden,
2: <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah, then you get like these up. hybrid weapons, like the most recent Doom. They talk about your basic pistol fires a some Some element, some alloy, the bullets are made of that breaks down at a certain rate as it 's leaving the barrel, mm. and by the time it reaches its intended like effective range it 's just superheated gas, but because it 's reached that state so quickly it 's still got impact or something. Mm-hmm. Other things that talk about like cocooning a projectile and like some nimbus of plasma energy, which brings you to the same problem of diffusion, it still makes no fucking sense. But it's just it's cool because your brain takes you in this little journey. You know something about weapons really opens up the human imagination. Yeah,
0: it was awesome in the military when we were firing off our tanks, and uh, when those shot, it looks like it's shooting a goddamn laser, just the way the round hits because it's got it's got the projectile and it's got these. Uh, petals, they're called around it, so it, it has something to fill up the gun tube. And when it leaves the gun tube, the petals leave. So oh, it's yeah, just like a the straight beam splits off. Yeah. Oh yeah! But goddamn, you'd swear that was a laser. Just this bright red beam, just going down the range.
2: Wow, that's incredible! Or like tracer rounds going off, mm, yeah. you get that visual effect that's like really sharp. You know, you can so fun. Watch a video of like a Vulcan cannon or something sure. on the side of a gunship, <laughs> and it just looks like they're firing a laser beam. They may as well be, you know, yeah, for the rate of fire much. on
1: those things. Well, you mentioned you know laser weapons. I mean, think of one of the biggest fictional weapons there is is the uh, lightsaber. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. and. People have been trying to make that a reality for how long now? <laughs> fact, yeah. You get on YouTube, you can find all kinds of people's different uh, attempts at lightsabers. But one guy I did see had—I mean, it was about the size of a normal lightsaber. What was that? Be a hilt, a grip? Yeah, I grip. Guess. I guess. And um, the laser that came out the end was—you know—I I don't know. A lightsaber is probably what about an inch in diameter? Yeah, i Like the right. the beam is. But this was like. A, maybe, like, the size of a pencil, maybe smaller. In Rebels, they've got the little tiny anemic lightsabers. Oh, they right? do? Yeah, they're, they're... Okay, so I guess it they might work were pretty narrow and so. in that. Yeah, line. yeah. Okay. I'm like, what is this? But the laser <laughs> obviously didn't, you know, stop no. after, you know, two, three feet or whatever. But um, what was cool is he set it down, and, like, it was going across the room and hitting the couch. And at that distance, it wasn't doing any damage. But he took a CD and, like, put it into the beam. Oh, yeah. And as he started to bring it toward the stock... Then it started to burn. Like at a certain length out of the, the thing, the grip it was coming out of, it was really hot.
0: So, you have to put like a black light so you could see the beam, or do you just like? No, it was like off? a bright
1: blue. You was could it? see it. the lights were low, but yeah, it was bright blue. I think you probably would have been able to see it with the lights on. Hmm. But then he took the same CD and just like real, real close to the grip, just drug it down through that laser and it just immediately like cut it straight in half that's, ins-
2: that's, that's why you can't point it's like uh, it's, it's illegal to, to shine your laser pointer at like low flying aircraft
0: Though people do it, oh they, yeah, because they're, they're immediately but, arrested after.
2: Yeah, you can down a plane with something like yeah. that. I, I remember hearing a a pilot who had survived. I think it was a crash because someone had fired a, one of those really high end laser those bright green ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said it was like getting hit with a fastball right in the face. It's just like the light and the heat and there's a sort of pressure. I guess it hits you so fast you become completely disoriented and it's just, the plane dropped. You know, you well, can't it toast control
0: your retinas too if you get yeah, too long. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I don't know what it, what's in someone's head that makes them want to do that. I mean, That's, dude, nothing good, right? How how far can a uh, laser travel before it starts to break up or fade away? You know what I mean? Like I, same as any other light, I suppose. You know, I guess it depends on the environment. Like in a perfect vacuum, like we is. can see starlight from however many. You know, it, no, it can't. It can't be the same though. I mean, if you were in like a dark gymnasium. Saying at one end, and you had just a normal flashlight, you're not going to be able to project that beam all the way to the other end, no, to the because other wall. It's not concentrated. Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying with a, with a concentrated laser, it's got to travel farther than normal light. Oh, yeah. Sure. So I'm just wondering how long that would travel before. I guess it depends it to, on the laser. I mean, if you're able to sit at home and like hit fucking. Airplanes in the sky, I mean, come <laughs> that's on. That's a pretty
0: good effective range. I would say. I saw a YouTube video not too long ago of the new military weapon they have that's on ships that they can oh, down just missiles. shoot down rockets, yeah. yeah. and it's they, they're like, yeah, hey, you don't have to worry about clouds or nothing. No dru- drop of the, the, the round because of gravity or nothing. They
1: you just, just take
2: ballistics out, out of the
1: equation. Beat. Yep. If I had a powerful enough laser pointer, could I go out in the yard and shine it effectively onto the surface of the moon? I would say no, <laughs> probably, probably <not>. couldn't <laughs> hold that in your hand.
2: <laughs> I tell you what, though, no, I have seen something just fantastically badass because I hate mosquitoes. I despise them. Mm-hmm. I got that sugar blood. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I got the same as, blood. Yeah, As soon as you step out. What's your blood type? Oh, I don't fucking know. Okay. Because if you're the universal donor, they seem to like that more. That's what I've got. Okay. That could I think have something I am. to do with it. Well, there you go. There's your problem. And that's mosquitoes. why I don't get hit that Yeah, much. there you go. Yeah. They're all over me. Takes a second and a half. I saw a video. I'm like, (laughs) at some point I was just like, remedies for getting rid of mosquitoes. You Mm -hmm. know, I didn't want to buy a bunch of citronella candles and burn my house down. I just wanted to know. And I saw this video for a little experimental, not practical, mind you, but very cool laser defense system. Very much that same anti-missile principle, Mm -hmm. just miniaturized. They were using it to take out mosquitoes. What? And they had these super zoomed in ultra like uh, high frame rate video sequences of mosquitoes getting blasted by this laser system <laughs> and they're flying right standard you know you can see the wings flutter it's moving so slow you know and then the wings become dust like they just they're gone in a wisp it's the trippiest looking visual and the body just curls in on itself so it's like putting an pretty yeah close. just beep, gone and I would give anything to have a couple of those installed on my back porch how does that even work i don't it's, understand I just it detects the movement and it gives it that quick little bit you know just there's a little zip of directed energy is it
1: something you can see happen
2: like i don't you, know i've only ever seen what it does to the mosquito i haven't seen like the actual that's incredible. It's incredible i would love to see that thing i can't world. imagine
1: it's cheap that's a, I'm gonna, some sharper image shit
2: yeah right, right i'm gonna see if i can find the video and put it on twitter okay because
1: it's the greatest that sounds awesome i can't it sounds wait to, like see something that. to do this summer yeah, with a nice strong laser pointer <laughs> away got from a to land on Mosquito laser you. killer guys put <laughs> there and like, <laughs>
0: It's not burning them. I
1: need a strong. Do they still sell? Like I remember when we were kids, we you know we lived out in the country and we had bugs out there, wazoo out there, you know. Sure. And so my folks got one of those old hang oh, from a big bug zappers, bug zappers yeah. that that glow bright blue, and you know you just sit inside and just hear. Tam, tam,
0: tam. <laughs> Well, now they got those things. It's like a small tennis racket. Yeah. That you see people online. That yeah, but that requires hunting to put their tongue shit. on it and just to see how strong it zaps them, and then they'll send there on the floor.
1: I will say that um, an effective perimeter uh, defense against mosquitoes. Uh me and some friends of mine used to get together every year at a big bonfire out at another place, at my buddy's house in the country that's right next to a huge woods as oh, well. still sitting water, you yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. standing water, Ooh, so they love that shit. All oh, that's a breeding ground, you know. So um we had a big bonfire going, but they were still really getting to us. So we got some of that uh it's like a big spray that you spray onto the ground, like in a big circle around where you're gonna be. And I I tell you, like like you were saying, that I'm like a magnet for mosquitoes. Sure. Didn't get touched that night, man. Yeah, it's like a circle of salt. You're keeping yeah. the demons out. It really was because I mean, there was like long grass everywhere. I mean, this this was we were on their turf at this sure. point, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> like hostile territory. Yeah, and uh, boy, it kept them off. So recommendation See, for you.
2: That's awesome. And I just want to take a moment to say. What a perfect little example of our retro roundtables here. I wish we could splice together. It's like, today we're going to be talking about lasers and then hard cut to, I will say, an effective defense against mosquitoes. is the,
0: How do they get uh, from A to Z? One thing that's supposed to be good for getting mosquitoes away from you is eating bananas. You know what? So I hate
1: potassium Not worth apparently it because
0: I hate potassium apparently. Just rub it on really? your body. Really?
1: can't do bananas. I love bananas, but I hate anything that's banana flavors. Yes. I don't like yep. either. That's like
0: watermelon. Watermelon flavor is horrible. Oh, I love, oh, I love is the artificial watermelon flavor.
2: Watermelon yeah. flavor? Oh no. god! I, yeah, I also I love too. like the really sharp artificial lime flavor.
1: It depends. Do you remember Mountain Dew Distortion? No, I. <sighs> Don't fix it if it's not broken. God help the, you. the original <laughs> you missed out far too you, good. You'll never have your shot again, so don't worry. But I remember boy. it, but I don't remember. Taste is magic. I've never tasted a Mountain Dew other than the original one. That I was like, oh man, look at the Mountain Dew purist over here. Hey, <laughs> the orange one and the blue one. I love LiveWire.
2: Yeah, LiveWire definitely. Voltage. Then I tried that red, white, and blue Mountain Dew on the Fourth of July. That just tasted like. Ass and sad. Well, the Mountain Dew
0: <laughs> Black or whatever that. The black isn't. Uh, no. <laughs> it's, it's almost. What's next? Strong. Mountain Dew Clear. Ooh. You said you tried Wait, that. Wait, did yeah. you have this? They've got. Yeah, These the
1: Mountain
2: Dew Ice. Yeah, Seriously. Yeah, yeah. It's clear? Mm-hmm. I, I can't have it again. The day I tried it. It's, it's I, like see through, like Crystal Pepsi was. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Seriously. Dead yeah. serious, my man. you are fucking on for a little while. No, no. <laughs> I was on like a pretty gnarly binge. I'd shut down. Way too many margaritas. Not proud of that. Not a hyper-masculine drink to be shutting Wasted down. away again in margaritas. Right? See, uh, for a I'm a man of habits. shaker of salt. And I wanted to try one of these, and I got my hands on one, took a sip, and I'm like, oh, that's decent, and then like, filled the rest of the bottle up with vodka, and I was <laughs> out of fucking I condition your own for fate three there. days. Yeah. Dude, I destroyed myself that
0: day. Well, so. I've reached out to grab one one day, but I was like, man, I don't want to not like it and then throw away a dollar or something.
2: As I can recall, it tastes like bland. It, it tastes like flat 7-Up. Yeah, it's like man. lemon limey, but not really, because like Mountain Dew advertising. What, are they? what is
1: it again? What are you referring it's to? The Mountain Dew Ice. Mountain Dew Ice. Okay, yeah. okay. okay. It's not very good. I I believe you. (laughs) (laughs) It takes no convincing. (laughs) I'm on board. Thank you, next topic. That's why I've stuck with the original. So lasers are pretty cool. Lasers are really cool, aren't they, though? Uh, Um, Medical applications. Oh, yeah, shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Yeah, aren't there lasers that can, like, they can... Like, make incisions inside you without, like, actually making an incision on yeah, the outside. They've got all kinds mm-hmm. of things they can affect internally without blasting
2: through your skin. You've got That's your, incredible. Look even the
1: idea like of, like, inject a dye into that
0: area or something like that yeah, that will react yeah. to the laser itself. That's incredible.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, like, heats up that compound. Yeah. And then, and then LASIK surgery is still may as well be magic to me. <laughs> the <laughs> idea that they can fire concentrated light into your eye. And it's like, oh, now I see better? That's crazy. Yeah.
0: That's the opposite the of what happens when you stare at the us Off, yeah. my good
1: uh, my good friend did. He uh, he wore glasses, you know, as long as I knew him. And uh, once he got out of the military, he had LASIK surgery done. And yeah, he said it's the best thing he's ever done. Hot damn! Yeah, good for him. I think it's pretty cheap now too. So it's become a lot more affordable. Yeah, yeah, Yeah,
2: for sure. Wider spread, you know, less new, so more availability of equipment.
0: Also with medical lasers too. I think they when they if they use it to cut you open, it heals a hell of a lot faster because it's more of a a clean cut, or maybe they burn, oh, yeah. burn your clothes. Right.
1: Or, yeah, that's true. I'm not a Same principle is
0: like, cauterizing
2: a wound, I suppose, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Precise. thought about that. Yes. Yeah.
2: I saw a movie once that was garbage, but uh, it was futuristic. They were on a spaceship that went wildly off course. Who cares? It was garbage. And this guy woke up in the morning, and he was getting ready to shave, and he had what looked like a standard... You know, whatever the futuristic equivalent of a Bic whatever the hell is, you know, his little safety razor, and he pressed a button on the side, and a little laser energy beam came out and scorched the stubble off his chin. Now, I don't know how you modulate such a device so that it doesn't eat through your cheek and cook your teeth, but I sure want that.
1: Well, I would imagine the exact same way that we were just saying, that they can use a laser to bypass your outer layer of skin to affect something inside you, you know, without, like you were saying, burning a hole straight through. Good point. Well, I want it.
0: I want the laser razor. It almost reminds me of I that. I get it. The ladies' grooming tool called No No. I think oh, that yeah. women have actually had like layers of their skin burned off because yeah.
2: what? Use our patented cancer blaster to get rid of. <laughs> it's
0: a laser hair. like hair removal. I don't know exactly how it works, but it it is a hair removal tool that that heats up, and some some people have been pretty burned badly by it.
1: Good lord. The lengths people go to to rid themselves of hair. Yeah, I feel bad for them. I mean, I gave up I, on that fight a long time ago. I, 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 I've once been it started coming
0: in everywhere. I just yes, gave up. You won. This is who I am now.
1: <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'm lucky in that aspect. I'm not a very hairy person. But I've known people who are so fucking hairy that it's just like coming out the top of their shirt, out their sleeves, like fucking Wolfman status. Robin kind of Williams. Stuff. Very much in that it's same vein. vein yeah. And I just feel, I don't know Should I feel bad for that? I mean, if it were me, I would be like Oh, get it off, get it off But that's probably because I, I didn't grow with it yeah. <laughs> I guess I, I tell you what for, Sorry
2: listeners at home I'm a pretty hairy guy Like from the neck down <laughs> I hope I didn't offend you No, I don't give a shit It's a situation Hairy <laughs> people are gross and I gotta sorry, say <laughs> I don't know if you run into the same problem I can't wear clothes that are like too tightly fitting because the, oh, the heat exactly retention is, like, way too efficient. And as soon as that gets oh, like pressed really? against me, I fucking overheat. Like, I bought a pack of these little, like, you know, the. it's weird seeing them all white because you feel like they're supposed to be dingy, but, like, the sleeveless white T-shirts. Like, if you're a, a 50-year-old deli owner in Brooklyn, this mm-hmm. is the shirt you wear to every occasion. And I was wearing some of those because, like, uh, I wanted to stay warm. Dude, the sweat is unreal. You just can't even imagine. Oh, man, your whole body's I didn't think just about in rebellion. That, but yeah. It sucks,
1: dude. It's like your own built-in down.
2: Yeah, as long
0: as there's a little space between you and the material, it breathes. Flow. Yeah. Not as only that, but like down. you've got a ponytail, and sometimes taking it out, it feels really good because your hair gets sore on your scalp, probably.
1: Uh, uh, sometimes, yeah, it does. It, uh, when I used to pull it back really tight, yeah, imagine like, that God all damn. all
0: over your chest from wearing a shirt too tight with the hair gets matted down so long.
1: Mm, no, I don't know. I uh, it sounds like it would be unfortunate, but at the same time, my physique and what I got going on is more of like what a prepubescent boy's got happening. <laughs> Have you ever seen Mr. Burns without his shirt on? <laughs> Very similar to that, just a little tiny little patch of something right in the middle, and then the rest is as bare as a baby's bottom. Oh boy, so lasers count your many blessings. <laughs> This is a weird episode. uh, That's that's how we like them. No guests, shit gets weird. That's the rule. (laughs) Okay, what about uh, just the effects lasers, not only visually, but uh, in sound effects, had on like the 80s. Very defining of the 80s, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at Stranger Things as kind of a great example of their intro. Yeah, the intro sequence. Think of
2: any dance club in the 80s, real or in a movie or otherwise. Mm -hmm. What's happening in the background? Lasers, lasers, yep. think laser of, Floyd, man. Yeah, the print on any shirt from the '80s. What does the background look like? Mm-hmm. Lasers, it's like yep. lasers. It's like a field of lasers in a grid, with more mm-hmm. lasers in the back. That was the whole aesthetic.
1: They have. Ev- they even went as far as to put lasers in the music. I mean, you, think of yeah, how many yeah. laser sound effects you hear in like uh, in songs now. I'm, I'm sure, like the music playing behind us right now, probably has a laser sound Give it effect time, somewhere. Actually, let's listen really quick. There it was. There you got it. here it pew pew. I sure hope there's a pew. sound effect. I, can <laughs> I was about can I? to say, do you have
2: confidence in your ability? To... <laughs> I'll make something happen.
1: <laughs> if it's just going to be you whispering like, <laughs> <laughs> that's something happening. I could there make that go. happen. Yeah,
0: I believe. As it. long as it goes with the music, and yeah. the stuff, right? <laughs> perfect. How about laser shows? When I went to Pittsburgh and they had uh, the Carnegie Music or Carnegie Science Center. They had laser. Nine inch nails, where you just sit in the auditorium and they'd play music to the songs. I'd watch that.
1: No, I I had tickets to go to uh, Dark Side of the Moon laser show, and uh, I think I've decided not to. I think I saw that one too. I'm sure that'd be cool. But but, heavily
0: uh, heavily influenced that night. Never forget that
1: one, man. (laughs) It was 3D too. Yeah. Don't they do those kind of stuff at uh, at like uh, planetariums too? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Planetariums. (laughs) Planetarium. The planet Arium. The planet Arium. Oh, what else? Uh, what about, uh, I don't know if they, I mean, I know they have, like, lasers as, like, trip wires to set off alarms, sure. but you've seen in, the, like, uh, museum, like, heist movies, <laughs> yeah. like, where you got lasers gritting the floor and all kinds of zigzag through the room that people do acrobatics and all kinds of flips through that if they were to touch one, it may sure. set, not only set off alarm, but... Cut them, you know. Yeah, yeah. If
0: you know gymnastics, you can usually get through those kind of lasers. Laser, if they're guarding a hallway and there's beams going across, always the gymnasts can flip yeah. and flop through there. You
2: know, I'm thinking if the thing that's being guarded is really worth guarding, they're going to set up those lasers in an impassable sort of grid. Usually, you know? yeah. <laughs> I would think so. All right, we're all set unless some sexy woman in a black cat suit manages <laughs> <can't just laughs> to stretch her way through.
1: <laughs> and she would. But oh, they always damn. they always put the gem right under like a heating duct too. Oh yeah, that's always the downfall. Yep, you have the most Where? effective laser grid you want. I'm coming, Any old Tom I'm Cruise
2: cooling. can just rappel down and exactly. lift. Exactly, exactly. Real life shit
0: here. This is I remember there was a MacGyver life on the streets, an episode of MacGyver. He had to get through a doorway that had laser beams going across it, and luckily enough, next to the door that he had to get through was a fiber optic like. Decorative plant thing. <laughs> so he pulled one of those fiber optic uh, rods out and put one on one side and one on the other side, and the light carried right through the fiber optic thing. So he's able to get through, fucking
1: Magruber. I like how you said, uh, "luckily, yeah. yeah, it was there." Got there. it. What but, are but, the but, yeah. odds? Yeah.
0: Let's put this nice piece of fiber optic. Decoration
2: if right luck has field. anything to do with MacGyver's success. <laughs> Lock him in that room where we have the
1: decorative plant made of keys. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got, guys? I'm tapped on laser stuff. We've talked medical lasers. we talked laser weapons. Okay. Well, I what else? feel like James
0: Bond invented lasers from the one movie. Because I, I keep... Saying it started in the 60s, I don't know how far back James Bond movies goes back, especially with uh, Sean Connery. But there was one where he was sitting on a table, and it was Dr. No, I think it was. Oh, and the laser slowly burning through the slab. You expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. And then maybe you should aim that thing right at his heart. Yeah.
1: Smash the fire button. But I
0: wonder if that was before the invention of lasers. Innovative movies.
1: Well, I I mean, that... Harking back to what we were saying earlier, I mean, all the way back to the 30s, you can see in film and cinema like use of lasers. I can think of uh, was it like this planet Earth? Maybe one of those old films that uh, Mystery Science Theater did, the spaceships shooting pew pew yeah. lasers Look at, out and uh, stuff.
2: You know, the original War of the Worlds radio broadcast, oh, yeah, the yeah. marching oh, yeah. blasters. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah, they definitely predate the 60s. It's uh I don't know. I, wonder, I just. I hope we someday get that lightsaber. Okay. I don't ever want to own one, but it'd be cool to see other people lock yeah. their arms off. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just gingerly wave it around. Woo <laughs> woo. Like I'm good. I'm good or not? All right. Well, do we want to move on from lasers into another topic since we got the time in the world to burn? Let's do it. Let's keep it yeah. moving. Okay. What else we got over there? What were we going to do? Uh, we we're talking about cliffhangers. So cliffhangers. Yeah. All right. What was it? It was J.R. Who shot, shot J.R. J. R. in on Dallas that sparked this from 1980. So uh, one that comes to mind for me, and I think is probably harking right back to who shot J.R. is who shot Mr. Burns in the, <laughs> the, yeah. in the Simpsons uh Sixth season cliffhanger, I believe it was. It was the six. what the premiere where you found out who it was, wasn't it? It so was. And they summer for it. boy, it was a big deal too. Yeah. I mean, like it was all over magazines and shit. I remember TV Guide had a whole like investigative thing on it because there was a contest going where you there were clues laced in the episode that you could oh, follow, geez. and you could solve the mystery. And um, I was wrong. I guessed it was Waylon Smithers, but they—they he was the like the Plan B person. Yeah, it was in the end. But if you get the, there's an episode where they uh, look back over the Simpsons' career and they play uh, unused footage, and they played the alternate ending to it where it was Smithers. Okay, but uh, yeah, it was Maggie, and of course we should have seen that coming (laughs) right away. But the
0: one person you would have never thought, yeah, the baby, yeah. Anyway,
1: what do we got? Twin Peaks comes to mind. Don't know it. Uh, <laughs> moving on. No, I, tell me. I, I don't know.
2: There were only ever two seasons made of Twin Peaks back in its heyday, and God help me, I can't
1: remember. No, is it? It's it's come back, and it's still it going. It come back. I believe it is done now. Did it? Was it just an one extra season? I, I think so. All right. so it just
0: like a wrap up season, I or think was so. it trying to keep it going but it's it didn't really? More of a up. wrap up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh,
2: I remember watching both seasons back-to-back in, like, this 25-hour endurance marathon thing that I actually paid for. Jesus. But it was was a good time, and I loved the show. And at the end, it—fucking—you've had time. I'm going to tell you how it ends. (laughs) The main character gets possessed by this spirit who has essentially been the antagonist since day one, who's the one responsible for all these murders and strange goings-on. And it ends with him smashing his head into a mirror, and he looks in the mirror, and you can see his reflection is that demon, that killer thing, and you're like, oh, shit, and then the show got canceled.
1: And that's it. Oh, my God.
2: It was really that, de- I didn't yeah, know it was dude, that deep in no, that No, it, it was. Bam. Done. And then oh. last year, they brought it back? Like, and oh, they hey, answered the question. this shit off, yeah. So I, I had time... I'm a bad fan. I haven't seen the new season yet. Had that much...
1: Oh, so you haven't seen... Okay, I was, was going to say, not like... not as good. Yeah, I was but, worried. Uh, did they pick right back up, though? I mean, so... My understanding is they were like, bam. Picking right back up. So between season two and three, these characters age like 15, 20 years? Like, <laughs> yeah, something like that. And nobody noticed. You know, another thing that never got any resolution... Uh, remember, My Name is Earl.
0: There was a resolution. If you watch... Uh, raising Hope. How'd they resolve it? They, The family on Raising Hope was watching TV, or the TV was on in the background, and it was a news reporter saying that a man that made his list to
1: do good deeds finally finished it or something like that. No, but, but they never answered the cliffhanger that they left the series on. I don't remember what it was. It was, they found out that, remember Joy and Crab Man? Uh-huh. It was with Crab Man, yeah, and yeah. they had the kids. They found out that the kids they thought were his... Weren't even crabmans. and they they like they didn't know whose kids they were, and that's what they left it on. Wow, I don't man. remember that. I guess they did wrap up the, the like his story. Darnell, I, guess, I, mean. I think his name was. Yeah. He was funnier than. Oh no, yeah, hell. he it. was one of the best parts of that show. Mm-hmm. Then you like, So a,
0: chill and laid back all the didn't
1: time. Didn't he have a pet turtle too? He was always caring about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he was a great character. One show that every every
0: episode, and I think a lot of shows followed that kind of suit ever since, was uh, Lost.
1: Oh, yeah. I've never watched. Well, that their whole
0: marketing angle was just like, hey, what the fuck's going on? Uh, yeah, th- there'd be a question, and all of a sudden, boom, next week. Oh. And it was Man. just itching, itching, itching for the next week to come in and watch it.
1: You know what show... Now, I did go through this with the first show, Weeds, but the second one, Breaking Bad. Both of those shows had some serious cliffhangers. Yeah, on. He, now, yeah. Breaking Bad, like, we didn't start watching until it was all done and had been out on Netflix. So, you know, we didn't have to feel the actual burn from sure. those cliffhangers, but makes you all, keep watching it was it gnarly. in Weeds we did. I can't <coughs> imagine. Because I mean just before like I could press play on the next episode, I was like, Oh my God yeah, You serious. know uh, I keep thinking I would like to rewatch Breaking Bad, but yeah. that's a commitment, man.
0: I Dude. only got through some of season two, I think we made it through. You haven't finished it
1: yet? No, Misty, it's, it's too stressful for me. I can't. it. Can't oh watch. my god, stressful. if you're that stressed, it's season two. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that last season was a drain on my soul, but my god, it was so good. And I would do it again. It's just it wouldn't be the same, you know, knowing what ha- happens now. But you have to watch it, man. You There's have so much to you could probably it,
0: pick up on watching it again, though. You'd be like, oh, I never even thought of that. This show is like so crushingly
2: nostalgic for me. Like, I got into it a little late in the game, but not before the series had concluded, so I got to feel, like, the tail end of that hype, you know? Right. And it was in a super transitional time in my life, like, moving between states and all this stuff. I remember going to premieres for recent episodes. There was a big dinner when it ended. I was—I had this girlfriend at the time, and we were watching it together off and on. She was like, oh, i th- I think Walt's really—you know, he just enjoys it too much. And I was like— fuck you that's stupid (laughs) well it's a good person he's just trying to provide for his family I don't know point of the matter is is it was a something about that show man it just sort of I can't watch it again because it encapsulates such a weird time I kind of want to leave it alone you know
1: that's a good point. I, I don't know. I think uh, going back to it, it might change the original experience, actually. Yeah. And I have come across it on AMC before, and I might sit and watch it for a little bit, but I'll then move on. I don't know. That last season was just so uh, fucking dark. My God. Yeah, it was. But uh, you got to watch it, man. Yeah. You got to watch it. You got to watch it.
2: Let's talk about cliffhanger fatigue. Let's talk about Walking Dead. Okay.
1: That show's fucking exhausting. Yeah, it is. Because they lace out over a season what can be said in an episode.
2: Exactly. And and everything that happens is like they're building up to this big confrontation. And then something diffuses it. And then the season is them building up to a big confrontation. Which either happens or it doesn't. But ends up not being as climactic as you'd think. And then it just burr 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 brr. It's just puttering along. And I'm tired. I'm tired, AMC. Let it die.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are still uh, chasing that carrot, though, man. I know. I think Falling
0: Skies was kind of like that. It would end on a cliffhanger. They'd get ahead, and then all of a sudden, they'd get torn back down again. But they only kept it going for like I think it was only like three seasons where they ended mm-hmm. up finally finishing it. And so you're like, thank God, and they finished it well. So you were hmm. you felt really good at the end of it.
1: You know, I, I'm sure like uh, with any with any uh, TV show, when you bring a new character on. You watch the flux in ratings and, you know, depending one way or the other, like if they're bad, okay, we'll maybe keep him around for a season, kill him off. But I mean, the reaction to him was so big and so enormous. You know, they're going to keep that dude around for a long time. He's not going down anytime soon. And spoiler alert, we're going to talk a little bit of Walking Dead here. You've seen. Carl's demise. Uh, I haven't seen it Quarrel. happen, but I know that it does. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't care. Um, well, I don't want to. Well, he was bitten in the last one, so I figured he's going down. Either okay. Way. Well, I. But yeah, but I don't want to spoil anything okay. for you, so I'll just <laughs> let you watch it. But um, sure. I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think we're going to see him die. Hmm. Maybe way down the line, but no. <laughs> I thought time he already soon. had,
0: from what I've just heard.
1: Coral. Oh, he has. Oh, okay. Negan. I'm talking about Negan. Oh, okay. Negan. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. He's the most charismatic part of that show. Oh, for sure. He's the... God, he's such a dick,
2: but he's the only one that I feel any anything for, you know what I mean? I see him, I'm like, ah, there he is! Ah, he's, he's the character! He's got quips, he's funny in moments, he's human now and again, he's a terrible person, but... Yeah. I think a lot you of need- shows
0: do that, they
1: have that kind yeah, of person yeah. that you just fucking hate, but they can't get rid of him, because then what's gonna happen to the show right. after that? You need to watch uh, those... Those later episodes I love that there's An actual like Relationship Between him and Rick now You know It's not just Good guy Bad guy yeah, You're yeah. the bad guy You need to kill Like there's something Happened in there With those characters right. I can get behind that. And it gets a little bit Deeper in that episode So uh,
2: I'll check it out Watch if, it. I'll
1: check it out tonight Screw it But yeah Don't, uh, don't hold your breath That <laughs> yeah. Negan's gonna bite it In the next episode No I just hate that name Negan? It's weird Yeah He's a badass character. I'll give it yeah. to him. He uh, he he's, he makes me feel less of a man when I see. him I like Jeffrey Dean Morgan <laughs> a lot, though.
2: I think that's the thing. If anyone else in that role? I'd be like, eh, but he pulls it off.
1: Mm-hmm. He's he's just good all the way he's around. The fucking, he's, the he's the comedian, comedian man. Come he's on, the comedian. Yeah, yeah. He was he was so good in that role yeah, too.
2: No, Didn't he? I thought he made a special request to like swear more. In the movie, when he read the script, he's like, more profanity. I need to curse a lot. (laughs) Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, they diverged from the
1: script a little bit so that he could uh, curse more. We lost a little bit of respect for him after Negan hit big because then there were Dish Network commercials where he was... Dressed as Negan, and he was sitting there like pointing at the camera with his bat, like eeny, meeny, miny. Well, I'll just mm-hmm. playing off the. Like he's like choosing the one he's going to kill. And then it's like he's just choosing a channel sitting on his couch in his outfit. Like, what? <laughs> Come on. No shame, have oh, we. God. I think they did that with
0: uh, Time Warner at one point where there was a bunch of zombies in the living room and
1: Daryl shoots one Oh yeah. I saw was, that was pulled, one was even worse. And he's like, sorry, ma'am. Yeah, he's he can't even uh, act really well in those commercials. I mean, you can just you might as well just be standing there with like a bag with a dollar sign on it. Just like, okay, I'm here. <laughs>
2: oh, it's like the God. It was this is what happens when we don't have a guest. There's a Family Guy skit that I saw where uh, was, they were watching TV and it's like we now return to Brian Cranston sneezes. I don't know if you've seen that. Or Is it Justin, really Brian it Cranston? Really Brian yeah. Cranston's so It's live action. He's like, thank you. And someone hands him an Emmy from off screen. He's like, oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I did see that. It's <laughs> like they reach that
1: level of recognition where it's just—it's cool when people can be self-referential but cool about themselves yeah, like that, yeah. you know? Because. Like Tom Cruise and the whole In the Closet thing on South Park. I think he got pretty wicked pissed about that. Oh, I can <laughs> see that. Uh, was even trying to take legal measures. What are you
2: going to do? You're going to fight South Park? The only thing <laughs> you yeah. do when South Park takes the piss out of you is Just to, like, roll with the punch. Yeah. you got to
1: lean into that shit. Oh, yeah, for it's sure. Like George Clooney smelling his own farts. Yeah. <laughs> And that's funny, because they're <coughs> supposedly friends with him, or at least were, were at one point in their sure. life. <laughs> Remember the, uh, the smug alert? Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> All because of your gay little song. <laughs> yeah. Like, this cloud of smug is going to merge with the smug from George Clooney's acceptance speech from the Oscars. You he didn't hear it? He actually took credit for, uh, what was it? Civil rights movement. Hey, that's or something. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, cliffhangers, cliffhangers. We're, uh, we got to list a couple
2: There's more. There's a here. cliffhanger for you. Will they ever get back on topic?
0: <laughs> you no. Know, the one that I always love to hear people bitching about was uh, the Lord of the Rings. The endings of the Lord of the
1: Rings, especially oh, the yeah. first, the first movie, the Fellowship, because it just pretty much ended. It in. really did. Yeah, it really did. Because in the theater, there was no build up to an end. It was just like, like bit end. Yep. Yep. Like oh fuck. All right. Okay. Well, let's look
0: at the uh, the horizon and then credits. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Nothing happened. I, I loved that just because I knew I knew it was going to be three. I mean, you knew it was going to be three movies. Oh yeah, it was course. a long story anyway. They couldn't. I mean, that was probably the best place to end it right there sure. before stuff started getting good.
1: Have you ever sat down and watched all the extended cuts on end? Yep, I watched. Me and my buddy did that. We did What's all three like movies. A Fifteen hour watch.
0: Uh, yeah, something like that. So,
1: that's we pushed through. It was fucking crazy, man.
2: <laughs> it was rough. It was good, though. Man, it was good. I haven't done that all in one sitting. I did watch, like, the Watchmen Ultimate Super Edition, where they, like, spliced in Tales from the Black Freighter. That's like a six-hour extravaganza. Yeah, I think I've
1: seen that, actually. That was cool. It was like a poker night. We were up to, like, seven. That was rough. I had to work. Last time I watched, I mean, it wasn't even the extended versions, just the regular ones, but Lord of the Rings, I uh, this is years ago. I had stayed overnight at a buddy's house after uh, drinking all night. Oh, and I slept on the couch and woke up with my back fucked up, like to the point where I could barely walk. <laughs> Jeez. And I had to go home and lay like on the ground, like flat. On the hard floor. For... Yeah. Like the rest of the day, and uh, I just laid there and watched Lord of the Rings all day. <laughs> yeah, whatever works. Another chapter of my sad, sad life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, forty-six minutes. We good? Well, I think so. We good? Okay. Spent more time on lasers, but did we? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Very few mention the lasers, but hey, it's just a jumping board, right? A springboard into That's conversation. Yeah. I just hope people have stuck around long enough to get this far. God, wouldn't that be special? It really would. Hey, guys, all three of you. <laughs> Still here? Okay. How are you doing? What you thinking? All right, well, with that behind us, let's just swing open the door to the comic vault. And I think, uh, I think I'll think i just go first this week, if that's all right Don't with you guys. Just, I guess I'll just go fuck myself. It's been about three weeks that's since right. you did one, right. I think. Yeah, <laughs> it has <laughs> been. I've been busy. I've been dang busy. All right. So, um, what I'm going to be talking about, like I said at the beginning of the episode, is uh, Off Girl. I have talked about this before. We've all mentioned it before. didn't no. no, we haven't had her on. I don't think she's been on no, the show. No. no, we haven't had her for, like, an in-person interview.
2: Right. In-person, quote-unquote.
1: She's one of our founders on Patreon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and she pays in the tier where we've got to help her get the word out more Indeed. so than we typically do. And uh, though we've made some mention of it here and there, I think we need to toot that horn a little bit louder. So uh, she had sent all of us uh, copies of issues one through three uh, of Off-Grow, and um, last time I talked about this in the comic vault was just issue one, so I decided to look into issue two. And again, I'm going to be very vague with uh, what I say here because I don't want to give too much up. I just want to uh, lace intrigue across mm-hmm. people. Uh if the premise doesn't have you intrigued yet, then I you can't yeah. be helped can you <laughs> well yeah i mean the main premise again a a a very attractive young lady who when she orgasms <laughs> kills the guy that she's that's brought her to orgasm well in issue 1 we see that she, you know for years she's been taking medication to suppress this to suppress the ability to have an orgasm just that, so that way someone doesn't die well Issue one, again, is kind of like a, uh, a setup, a demonstration of what happens. She's on the subway, her medication's worn off, and, and apparently she's very easily turned on. And um, she falls into orgasm in the subway and ends up killing, what, three or four people instead of just the one, yeah, one person. It was like a shockwave. <laughs> right. And there was, a, there was like an entity that shot out of her and threw these people that killed them. And the one guy it went through didn't kill. So and at the same time, there's this killer on the loose called the Stiletto Killer. He's got uh, he lures these young, attractive women to his house, strips them down to their underwear, puts them on treadmills, and uh, still kind of unclear <laughs> so far on what his uh, what his end game is with that. But anyway, their their paths haven't crossed yet. I mean, that's I, I, that's what it's building to. Their paths are going to cross. Well, with issue two, what you kind of learn is she uh, is conversing with some of her friends and finding out they're they're questioning her last experience. Why did so many people die? Finding out that it's not only someone that would bring her orgasm, anyone that she's touched. And the reason that one guy didn't get uh, killed is because he didn't help her up. He didn't touch her in any way. Everyone else was trying to help her up after she had fell. Everyone that died and comes to find out, what they discover is that this curse or power or whatever you want to call it goes all the way back to Adam and Eve. But it's, it's more, it's, it's Adam and Lilith in this here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not sure why that is. I mean, maybe there's an actual reason for that. There's biblical a biblical, reason. yeah, yeah, Lilith, she's
0: some kind of... That's why oh. it's Lilith fair.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: serious. I <laughs> think I, I just thought kind of the Sarah McLaughlin it, concert. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the particulars. I don't really know my Bible, but she's like a temptress figure,
1: kind of a, a sinful entity. Okay. Fraser's well, wife. It, it's, <laughs> right. A higher power, I'm assuming, to be God. One would have meant a yeah, godlike force. A godlike force is telling Lilith, stay with Adam. You know, Adam's sitting there saying, you're here for my pleasure. And she's like, no, I'm, I'm out of here. And it shows her going off, and the whole time, you know, this higher power, this God saying, come back, come back, get back to where you're supposed to be. I'm warning you. And she finally comes across another person and has sex with them. And from there on, like, while they're having sex, that person dies, because oh, this is now the curse that you were going to bear is anyone you have sex with the mark of Cain in a way I guess kinda yeah very much so but this is also passed down through family so this is something that's come to her you know through thousands of years like Wow, when and you that, can trace your bloodline all the way back to Lilith. They didn't trace it back <laughs> that way. They just said this kind of sounds like and they pulled up this book of uh lore or whatever it was, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. that's where I'm gonna leave it. But I gotta say, again, I think I said this before the first time I mentioned <coughs> it. A book about a girl who kills people when she orgasms. I mean, that's gonna and that's going to introduce some pretty uh not suggested, but let's uh, say titillating. It's a risque group.
2: kind of topic. You
1: know. And when I say that, you know, I've seen people try to attempt that in the past that don't have the great artists or aren't great artists themselves, and you get some cross-eyed looking mongoloid and <laughs> who's getting banged or something. And it just doesn't work. This it works. Like yeah. this character is gorgeous. The artwork is gorgeous. And, it is. Yeah. It, this almost feels trite, but like it's tastefully
2: done. You oh know. my God! Yes, it's, it's very not much done so. with the intention to be some you
1: know sleazy tool of arousal. You Rortuitous, know, there's a, no. yeah, there's
2: a story at work here.
1: Yeah, a great story at that. So, I strongly recommend you check it out. Go to offgirl. dot com, and you can uh, find the project on Twitter at <coughs> offgirlhero. So, uh, again, strong recommendation. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, boy. I want to go next. Go next. Do it. This
0: one is from, the website is, it's from Giant in the Playground Comics, and the website is giantitp.com, and the comic is The Order of the Stick, and it kind of reminds me of South Park and the Stick of Truth, just a bunch of kids, eh, kind of that way, it's a bunch of people playing a role-playing game, like D&D type, mm-hmm. but it's, narr- it's not narrated, it's drawn that like the stick of truth, how all the kids are their, their class and they go on the adventure and the whole time, like they'll be out of character talking, but it's in the comic and the artwork is all just stick figure done.
1: Oh, I see. So like they're playing, but at the same time, they're like on an actual adventure. Yeah, exactly. And there's one part that stands out.
0: They just got done uh, killing this, goblin king and the warrior and mage start arguing about levels the mage gets excited because she got all this xp she's like oh i got all this xp so i can level up and the warrior's talking about going down a level because he saw some stairs and they start arguing about going down or up a level and the mage is like well no we're gonna go up a level because then you know there'll be stronger monsters and my my new spells will be stronger and this and that and the guy's like no we're gonna go down a level because if we go down level, down a level, there'll be stronger monsters, and we can fight them. She's like, "No, why would you go down a level and go fight stronger monsters? Because you're not going to end up, <laughs> you're not going to end up defeating them." It's this whole huge argument they have is hilarious.
1: Hmm, but it's it's very fun. You say go up a level Monsters get stronger Makes me think of One type of video game Going down Where the monsters get stronger Makes me think of Only Diablo Yeah Yeah exactly Yeah (laughs) Yeah,
0: but she she Was talking going up a level And like her Skills rank but he didn't understand. Oh,
1: I see. So he,
0: he wanted to go down where they're stronger, but she wanted I to see. go. I you see. Know.
1: Okay, I was kind of lost there That's for what a I, was, I thought you might have been starting to get a little bit lost. <laughs> I was starting to get lost in the, okay. the conversation. So it's, okay, misinterpretation uh, yeah. of the, the word level. Got you. What was it called again? It was called...
0: Order of the Stick. Order, yeah, the Order of the Stick. And there's like a thousand Pages of this. So it's been around for a while. That's been going on since I was in like middle school. Really? At least, yeah. I've never heard of it until now. All right, cool. Good stuff. Jakey, what
2: you got? I want to talk about a podcast, like I said, and I've mentioned them uh, briefly before, but I want to dedicate a little time to it because I've been absorbing it. at a much faster rate than they can produce it lately I have been pretty what happens yeah. yeah and it's not like they're not consistent they've got stuff coming out all the time i mean every season has i think at least 25 episodes wow. so they're not skimping you know but uh it's called the no sleep podcast And the premise is pretty simple. You've got a loose narrative framework, a fellow by the name of David Cummings, who's kind of the MC, I guess you'd call him, who introduces each story, kind of bridges the gap between them, and these are all user-submitted, amateur horror fiction stories. Where they get them, I don't know. I think at this point in the podcast, them being so established, they accept submissions rather than trawling the depths of the internet for the good stuff, Mm. which I suspect they did earlier on. But... You know I've talked about a lot of uh, a lot of horror comics in that same vein where every every comic's a little different. You get a little something new, a little vignettes. and I love that because I don't know. I have trouble paying attention to things. <laughs> so that really speaks to me and I love to sit down for forty five minutes, an hour at a time, do something, listen to this podcast and and the next time it's completely different. And I got to tell you, the production value is extraordinary. Uh, you've got fantastic voice actors, they've got, their own music, produced by their own musicians. I mean, it's it's really, it's really flourished. At this point, they're actually doing live shows, selling out all over the country and beyond. And uh, I've just been stuck on it lately. Hmm. No sleep podcast, absolutely worth checking out. And uh, I don't know it's 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 hard to uh, it's hard to say what you're in for. Because episode per episode... changes. You get, yeah, two, three, sometimes Is five Is it just people, stories.
1: like, sitting, having conversation, or are they doing... What's the They're premise of the
0: show? They're acting it out.
2: It's narrative. So it'll be someone kind of narrating a story to you. There'll be sound effects, music, things of that nature. A bit like a radio drama. Okay. And it's... Not quite episodic, but it's like, uh, think of it in the same vein as Twilight Zone. I was just going to ask. Yeah, yeah, very much like that. And uh, they release half of each episode for free every time they upload. Uh, And that half is usually about an hour, an hour and ten minutes long. Damn. And you can pay a dollar for the other half, which is pretty reasonable, yeah. Yeah. And I think a season subscription is less than the price of, uh, you know, each episode. It's just, it's awesome. And I've been just... Consuming it constantly lately, so I figured I'd give them a shout out. Did, now,
1: the the well, <clears throat> I should I'm going to ask this, but not keep it in the episode. Do those guys um, uh, do they do anything else that lends them to a large audience that they're able to tour or anything? I mean, what's these guys' history? Do you know them? As far as I know, they
2: just do that podcast.
1: How do pe- these people get? I don't, I
0: don't understand, understand it either. Well, that sounds cool, Jake. It's no cool sleep as hell. podcast. Yeah, I'll have to check that out cuz I keep yeah. seeing stuff about audio drama podcasts, but I mm. don't want to get into some like romance thing or something that I don't really <laughs> oh, see, This is great <laughs> cuz it's about. something
2: different every time. Hell, it's two or three different things per episode every time. Hmm. So, if you don't like one, skip ahead 10 minutes there's something completely new, you know. Hmm. I'll give it a listen. You yeah, should. I need stuff to listen to at work. I paint to it. Oh. It's my go-to painting pod. There you go. Yeah.
0: I wish it was Candare, but we.
2: To... Do I like not listening to Candy.
0: <laughs> I've gotten busted at work listening to us. Oh, seriously? So yeah, I'll come over and then someone How will stand there and be like, oh, I'm going to pause it. Oh, you're listening to yourself, huh? I'm like, it was the post. We
1: just posted it. I'm
0: just listening to it. Well,
1: that's, cause... yeah, you don't hear it. That's when you're hearing it for the first time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not that's like a, i am
0: in sitting there backtracking on all uh, Yeah, episodes. yeah. Well, well there's been done times... a couple that I've done that because they were so fun.
1: There's sometimes I have to, uh, like, I don't have time to sit here and listen to the episode before I can post it, you know, like a quality check process. Yeah. So I'll take it to work and, you know, skip around in it or. I'll just listen to it through to see if I hear anything. And thank God sometimes I do because <laughs> I find and fix some pretty atrocious mistakes. I don't know how to get under my radar. But, um, yeah, that would be embarrassing as fuck, wouldn't it? Yeah. You're listening to yourself, huh? Wow. No, it's <laughs> only my twin, one twin brother. It's just, you know. I don't listen to anything else, just me. <laughs> I'm the best form of entertainment out there. It's podcast rules. No one compares. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, I think that's an
2: episode, right? That's I think it. so. Well, Jack. We don't need anyone's permission. We can just make that decision today.
0: <laughs> we can. We're in charge here. Jack, what do we got on the website? We go to cannedairpodcast.com, where you can check out our special guest page, listen to the show, follow us on our social media, visit the Hall of Heroes, see the Wall of Justice, which we got to get back on that. Yeah, it's right. It's been a long time. Check out some of the videos from our YouTube page. Click on the merch button. And if you have any comments, complaints, or would you like to be a guest and promote your work, give us an email on our contacts page. And don't forget, folks. Twitter, at CannedAirPod, and Instagram,
2: at Canned underscore Air. Pop by, like some things, retweet some others, just say
1: hello. I guarantee you'll appreciate your time there. Very good. Very good. And with nothing else to add to all this, I'm just going to go ahead and say, until next time, I'm Jeremy Colling. I'm Jack Daugherty. I'm Jake Runyon. Thanks for listening, everyone. It's one thing to break a window, but it's another to blame Simple Billy. You should be inside listening to the Candair podcast. What about the window? I guess you shouldn't have broke it. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten
2: War, but half a century earlier... The United States is locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains. We'll discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality, of the fighting, and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen
1: Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show.